there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Betting Pros NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Harris. With me, of course, is Matt Peralt. Find us on Twitter at DanHarris80 and at Sports Talk Matt. Matt, week 17, what's going on? Well, I mean, for starters, I look like I just kind of woke up because I just did. So the, <laughs> the, this is an early morning tape session here on the West Coast for me. Yes. So I, I do apologize if you're like, Matt, man, what happened to you? I'm on vacation. <laughs> all right. I'm on vacation. That's what, that's what happened to me. I'm on vacation. But, you know, look, last week, week 17, week 16 into 17, it's hard. This is a really tough time. I know we went two and three, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of our first run. I mean, I know we came in the top 200, inside the top 200 of the DraftKings yep. contest, not in the money, but I think I learned a lot about the DraftKings uh, system for next year because mm-hmm. it is a different system than, than others given that two bye week situation that you have to take. Yep. Were, were you happy with where we took our bye weeks? Or would you rather have taken them earlier? No, I think that they were good. I don't, you know, I, the one thing I think I would change is that I think we went in with a set mindset of what we were going to do with the bye weeks. This week, this year in particular, it was so tough because there were certain weeks that I think provided more value than others, which we didn't know about because of COVID concerns, right? right? Where there'd be a line, they have to set these lines, they get set on Wednesday, and then you might have, you know, half the teams out that you find out on Saturday. So, I, I was very happy with our first year in the contest. Again, you mentioned top 200, 171st out of about 700 teams. So really well, not bad. 800. It was like 760, right? It was a, yeah, it, was it might a, be eight, I, yeah, close there, 800. The number was right. The number was a little different. So it might be 800, right? So that's top, you know, 25%. Went 38 and 32, 54.3%, which is a good percent, of course. So we were four picks out of the money. So we make four different picks. And I feel like, you know, yeah, I was I was very happy with our first showing. We We, you know, didn't have a great final week. As you mentioned, we lost on the Rams. Uh, You know, even though the final the final week was a little different, too, because we were thinking a little bit strategically like we left in the Browns that we liked originally, even when all the receivers were out, which we realized figured probably most people wouldn't be on. Right. Given the line and everything like that. But it was worth taking a shot on them. That obviously didn't work out. (laughs) Your Rams, Jared Goff. (laughs) Jared Goff and yeah. you know broke his thumb so you had that the Titans we were just we just missed on the Titans yeah. like that was that was a pick I know you liked yep. we kind of missed on it just I missed on the Rams know. I missed on the Titans I mean yeah. I, I missed on my two favorite picks of the week yeah. um, that, that I liked a lot and some of the crazier ones you know that that were later in the week you know the people that I was doing the other contest with I mean this is this is year four for me doing contests and mm-hmm. you know every year I learn something new it's incredibly difficult. Next year, the DraftKings contest will have probably four times as many people oh, yeah. as they're in it right now. We'll probably have 3,000 people in it, 4,000 people that are in it next year. And, you know, the, the rules, every contest, they, they, they'll tweak them and they'll turn them around. But, you know, I think one of the more challenging things this year was the idea of who and when the game gets played and who's going to be right. in the game. And so yep. this was as challenging. You know, it's hard anyway. People think, oh, static lines, it's easy. No, it's really yeah. hard, but not just that. It's really hard when you don't know for sure whether players are going to be in or out and then the impact that that player being out. Is it significant or is it nothing? And trying to balance that is is pretty hard. But I do like the fact that DraftKings has that late change addition. But one thing I think what you and I did and what I did more than anything is that I talked us off of way too many picks. Yeah. I, I, I take responsibility for a lot of that because yep. I, think, I, I think I talked us no. off of at least three guaranteed points during the week. I think what we should do, we should stick with it a little more, stick with our initial thoughts for sure. If we can, I also think like, I I don't know, maybe next year, assuming that we do it, we should maybe, we should each have like one 
one like guaranteed pick or something like that. Yeah, that's a good point do. that we hold on to and that's ours. Right. Yeah, yep, that's I, ours. I like that. Yeah, and I also think we we did this once with the Rams versus the Patriots, which again that was that was one that you pushed and you were like, nope, I, this is my favorite bet of the week, and I did like it. I think even though it was a Peraltism with the five and a half, <laughs> but that was a Thursday game. And the one thing that separates the DraftKings contest from these other yes. contests is that, again, you can make the Thursday pick, but not lock in your other picks. You can you can mess around with all the picks. They don't lock until Sunday morning. So you can make picks and then change them right before Sunday morning. In your other contest in the Westgate, in the Circa, you if you pick a Thursday game, you lock in all your picks at that point, right? Yeah, I went 3-0 and on Saturday in week 16. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> okay. three, I, I got all three games right. Nobody, right. but nobody wanted to use it. Yeah, and and yeah. I so I literally went to all you and to my, my other two partners, and I was like, "Here's what I like on Saturday," and yeah. I liked all three games, and yeah. everybody was like, "Nah, man, I can't do it. Can't <laughs> can't, can't play Saturday. We just let's just stick to Sunday." Yeah. I was like, "But I like the 49ers. They're like, "You like yeah. the 49ers? I was yeah. like, "Yeah, I like the 49ers. They're like, yeah. "No, nah, I'm not playing the 49ers." Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, "Oh man!" So yeah. it just it's uh, whatever. Yeah. Are you still alive in, in any of them at all? Westgate, some- I am still alive. So okay. I am, I cannot win the Westgate re- okay. reboot, but I can mm-hmm. come in the top 10 to cash. Okay. So I need a four and one game. I mean, I, I basically am half a point out of the money, but okay. everyone's going to, I mean, th- this is week 17. So this is right. always a real topsy turvy week. Yeah. And th- this is where people who, uh, this is what I love about the Westgate and the circuit for that matter. People who have, you know, one or two teams, sometimes they have two teams in, they will go and they'll bet one side and then for their other team, they'll bet the complete yeah. other side. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. case in case they go 0 oh and 5, <laughs> right. they go 5 and 0 oh with their other team and they potentially right. could get into the money that way. So, right. you know, where the standings are right now, I mean, look, if we go 4 and 1 in the Westgate, then I think we'll probably be in the money. Um, but one of my friends is tied for 30th in the Circa right now. Wow, and they're they're currently in Maui on vacation, and I'm I'm like, you better not get vacation brain because you have a, <laughs> you have a chance to get. I mean, a quite a you know, you right. come in the top ten in the circa, and you're cashing a, a six figure check. Right. So you know, I'm I'm watching closely. Sausage King of Omaha. If you're curious to watch that, um, oh, the, the Sausage King team, Sausage King of Omaha. I think it's number three because <laughs> he's got three All of right. them. He's got one, two, cool. and three. But potentially, they may get into the money. All right, so no more contest picks here for us because, again, that all of the Westgate and the Circa are still going. They go through Week 17, DraftKings ended on Week 16. So we're just going to basically get our five best against the spread bets on this pick. We're going to, you know, essentially contest it, but we're going to use the consensus lines of our bettingpros.com. Again, that takes the aggregate lines that are available and gives you a consensus of what is. And, like, you can see they're dropping, like, the Steelers-Browns line is dropping. So, Yeah, I can I, t- I, I've got the Westgate numbers, so, like, I can use okay. where yeah. the betting pros um, consensus lines are. Mm-hmm. I can use that up against the Westgate just to give you an idea of the differences as to where the contests are going to be versus where we are for right now with the lines. Okay. All right. So let's get started then, Matt. As usual, why don't you kick us off with your number one play of the week? Oh, man. This is this week stinks, man, because yes. you just don't really know what each team is going to do. Like, there, you yep. know, we know that certain teams like the Bills, the Steelers, we already know that they're not going to be playing their starters, right? So, okay. like, do we know that? Hold on. Do we know that about the Bills? Pretty sure. much, yeah. I mean, this morning, Sean McDermott, like you know, Sean McDermott they made their decision. Basically, no, that's what I've heard, right? yeah, Matt Barkley is probably going to play quite a bit. I okay. think, I think you might see the Bills play 
you know, maybe they start the game with their starters and then they pull everybody out. I but- think that's what they did last year. The the one thing is, and again, I don't know, Matt, and you might have a better sense of this, is how much they care. Like, for example, if the Bills win and the Steelers lose, then the Bills are going to get the second seed. Correct. I don't know how much that matters to them. You avoid the Chiefs, right? You avoid the Chiefs until the final round, essentially, right. for that. Uh, but I guess you, you would anyway. I guess it doesn't matter. It would just really be the home game that's sort of coming out there. So... I don't know. I don't know whether or not that matters to a team at this point or whether it's legitimately, well, we're second or we're third. Doesn't, we don't really care, so we're going to completely rest. But there is something on the line, at least, for the Bills. But go ahead. Yeah, it's it's difficult because you, you, I think you have to find teams that have to win, have to play. <laughs> so yep. one thing that I've been looking at, I'm looking at the early games for the games I'm going to bet and mm-hmm. the games I'm going to pick. Because okay. I don't like that later in the day, if you already know your fate, then it gets. But all- I don't. I didn't. They set it up so that you don't. Didn't they set it up so that any game that affects another game gets played at the same time? I right. think that's what they but did. It, right. It gets played early. Right. I so, s- so I think okay. most of the games, like okay, so um, Bills Dolphins is early, right? Steelers yep. Browns is early. Cowboys mm-hmm. Giants is early. Mm-hmm. Um, other games, and then the and then the Packers and the Bears are late. Seahawks Forty ers is late. Chargers, Chiefs doesn't matter. Um, and then you've got uh, Saints, Panthers, which is late. And then the, the night game is Washington and the right. Eagles. So and both the Titans and the Colts uh, play late, right at the same time, given that they're both fighting it out for the division, correct right? one twenty five. Correct, yes. Yep. So so like th- those are those are games that do matter. It matters mm-hmm. for home for home teams, right? Sure. So like I. I don't really have a number one at the moment, okay? Yeah. Because I'm I'm having a tough time with the week, mm-hmm. but if I had to put make a play right now, it would be on the Cowboys to beat the Giants. Okay. And I I think the one and a half line in the Westgate Super Contest or two right now the consensus line is two. There are the Fanduel's at two and a half, so there are some numbers that are yeah. climbing. I think up to three points, I would take the Cowboys over the Giants. I just think that this offense for the for, for New York is really struggling mightily. And mm-hmm. Dallas is making a serious, serious run. I had a buddy of mine uh, about three weeks ago tell me the Cowboys are going to win that division. And I was like, okay, well, that's probably not going to happen. But I, I do think the Cowboys have a legitimate chance here to, to make – because they can't make the playoffs, right? Is it, Are they alive still? Who? Cowboys. Yeah, if the Cowboys win and Washington loses, Cowboys win the division. Yeah, okay, right. Good. That's it. So um, so the Cowboys know they have to win this game outright. And I just mm-hmm. – I, I watched them play last week, and I think they're coming – I think McCarthy's got something going. I think the offense is playing pretty well for Dallas. So if I had to bet right now, I would, I would lay the one and a half two on the Cowboys at the Giants. My big worry about it is just that this has got to be the because everybody saw what the Cowboys look like, right? Yeah. Everybody saw that they've seen how terrible the Giants are. Like the Cowboys just feel like such a public play. Oh, they always the, are. Oh yeah. And the exact oh, yeah. time that they let you down, though, right? Like this is the historical sort of like, oh, here come the Cowboys, here they come, and they're gonna let you down. And the Giants, meanwhile, I know they've lost, you know, several games in a row here, but Daniel Jones has not been close to a hundred percent. They played some Good teams, yeah. you know, coming in. I think the Giants might be a little better than people think at this point. And I, I'm just, I, I, it's funny because I looked at it and my initial reaction was like, oh God, the Cowboys are going to, are going to win this game. Like they're going to be fine by, if you're giving me less than a field goal, I like it. 
My worry just is, is this, I, you know, it feels like the line is saying, we know everybody is going to take the Cowboys and we don't care. And oh, I, I agree with that. whether or not you think about that. Matt. No, like, I, I absolutely. Of course I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I completely think trap lines are out there. Right. And, 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 yeah. But in the Cowboys, I mean, the one thing about Vegas is I, I learned this in my second week of being here in Las Vegas, yep. where I was talking to, to a friend of mine who was, who, who was working at the time for CZ Sportsbooks and you know, he he Matt Holt his name. He's he's gone on to do a lot of really cool things. But he he he's the one that first told me about the Cowboys in the in, in Vegas. And I was like, what mm-hmm. do you mean? He's like, every time we put a Cowboys lineup, we always add a point. Always doesn't matter if okay. dogs yep. are favorite. We always yep. add a point because yep. the Cowboys are the most public bet team in Vegas. Yeah. So for that, I mean, and, and it happens all over the place. Happens offshore, same place. I mean, Cowboy fans are everywhere. That I do, I understand that point, and I think it's a it's yeah. a valid point that okay, this line may really could be like minus one or a pick. Right. So then it's okay. Flip a coin. But I still think the Cowboys are the better football team. And I still think there are some problems for that offense for the for the for the Giants. I just don't think that they can score. All right. Well, let, let's put it on the maybe list because, I mean, I don't hate it. It just feels like, again, this is a bad week. This is just a, a very difficult week to sort of navigate because a lot of it is going to depend on, you know, who plays. I also think there's a tendency, by the way, of betters to think that if a team is out of it one team's playing for something one team isn't playing for something that the team that's not playing for something is just going to roll over and everything like that i don't think that that's really how it works i mean i agree i'm not right you know it's I not that, yeah. even even the steelers who i kind of like we'll we'll get to that in a little bit not love but um and the line is dropping unfortunately but this is the is one some- week where i actually not, I don't believe in parlaying. Okay, you've heard the daily juice. You know, yep. I don't believe parlay. Sure, but this, but this is one of the weeks where money line parlays. Yeah, I don't actually mind them. Yeah, and you you can take. You know, okay, do they just have to win? Like, not. Don't worry about the number, but the, do they just have to win a football game to get into the postseason? Right. If you can line up two, three, four of those in a row. <laughs> sure. You can find you can bring down like you know the Vikings are minus two ninety five on the money line against the Lions, right? right? And so yeah. Matthew Stafford maybe he if he plays or doesn't play if right. if he it could be his last game with the Lions and they may be totally you know everyone knows the Lions right. are cleaning house and changing everything next year. So it's like you know those are the teams that you can be like okay they're going to lay down and get destroyed. Texans may be another one. You don't worry about the number. You just kind of stack up a bunch of those teams on money lines and then see you know a bunch of minus two fifty favorites, and you could probably find yourself into like you know two to one, three to one type of wagers. Yeah. That I do tend to play a little bit more in week seventeen because it is so tricky with who gets pulled when. Right. So I mean we I, we might as well just talk about this game. It's not my favorite i don't have a favorite really pick yeah. maybe i do but it's not this one but let's talk about it since you mentioned it how do you feel about the vikings laying six and a half to lines because i know there's no dalvin cook I, yeah. I get it but i i i'm gonna be shocked if matthew stafford plays at this point kenny Galloway is already out we yeah. we have known he's gonna be out chase daniel as bad as bad as this defense is for the vikings chase daniel just can't really do anything i think kirk cousins and the passing game is gonna have a, a huge day in this one in a bounce back effort. They were embarrassed. Of course, the whole team was embarrassed by Alvin Kamara scoring six touchdowns last week. I just think that the Vikings are going to destroy the Lions with Chase Daniel back there. And if it's under a touchdown for me, it's one of the games I kind of like. And that's why I get that's two teams not playing for anything. So you're sort of like, what are you going to see? But without Matthew Stafford, as I'm expecting at this point, even if he plays, I think he gets knocked out early in the same way you saw with the Bucks. So Is- I don't mind the Vikings minus. Minus six and a half. Does Jefferson have any 
potential. Only over 47 yards, I think, is uh, what he needs to, I believe, set the rookie receiving record. That's not a ton. So you could see him sort of have a 50-yard game. Same thing with Mike Evans. By the way, Mark, Mike Evans needs 40 yards to get another 1,000-yard season, which they were trying to do yeah. against the Lions. You saw that. Yeah. They were like desperately, just, let's just get it so yeah. we can rest the guy. So you don't know whether or not when Jefferson gets the 47 yards, whether or not they'd be like whatever. But I, I don't think that's a team like the Vikings. That, that's not what they'll do. They, they right. don't care. No, I agree. I, I think one of the things to me – the comments from Mike Zimmer about the defense after the loss when mm-hmm. he was – I mean, you, you never hear coaches nope. say, this is one of the worst defenses I've ever had. Like, I've never had a defense this bad. <laughs> like, yeah, you you oh, don't God, normally no, hear a coach say that. Yeah. Like, what did you just yep. say? Yep. So I wonder if going 7-9 and nine actually means something to him. Oh, yeah. And I wonder how much of a notice he put his defense on of, like, guys – Here's your last chance to put some game film before I go through the whole entire roster and start cutting half of the guys here. Yeah. So, like, with Chase Daniel out there, plus that, I agree with you. I think the Vikings under a touchdown are a solid play. Yeah, so that that's one of my plays this week, and I, you know, I it doesn't see. I'm I'm surprised a little bit. It's under a touchdown, and maybe if Stafford is ruled out, it'll pop to over it. So right. that's why I'm probably going to bet it now, and I have bet it now at six and a half. But it is something where, yeah, I I think, and the Vikings they haven't quit. Their defense is terrible. It's injured. It's it's just a terrible defense. But I don't see them sort of. You know, you you see some teams, you watch them, and you don't want to say quit, but it it does look like they're kind of like okay. I'm going through the motions. I'm not willing to really put my body in line. It doesn't look like that. They're just not a very good defense, but they do have a good offense, even without Devin Cook. So I'm willing to roll with them at, at minus six and a half. Okay. All uh, right. My second play, and I, again, looking for spots here. Yep. Week 17, I think there is something to a 13-3 and three record for the Buffalo Bills, and I think they actually want it. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to be curious to see, we talked about it earlier, I'm curious to see, I think Matt Barkley can beat the Dolphins, and I think that they can do it just running, throwing, and I got to see how many, before I would bet this, I got to see how many receivers are playing, okay? Cole right. Beasley's hurt. So that's, he's out. He's out. He's out. A hundred percent he's out. Is I mean, Diggs, I don't think he's been ruled out, but he's out. Is Diggs playing? I don't know. Okay, so, I, that, so that's the you, thing. If, I, if it's yes, okay, if Diggs is playing and the answer is yes, because, you know, going 13-3 and three is significant, and then I want to see what the Dolphins wind up doing with Tua, okay? and Oh, you know what they're going to do with Tua. They're going to start him. Yeah, but they may like, pull oh, him. Man, if it looks look like, right, but if it looks like they're going to lose, yeah. do they put Fitzpatrick back in there, or do they just leave Tua in there and just say, look, we're going to be, you know, Fitzpatrick may wind up playing in the postseason. I have no idea what Brian Flores is doing. It is yeah. so insane what he is doing with the quarterback spot. How is this not Fitzpatrick's team? I've been saying it literally yeah. for weeks. <laughs> you know what what annoys me, Matt? And it's probably because I have a pretty large investment in Kevin Stefanski as coach of the year, which may have died last week given the Jets game. But the fact that people are giving kudos to Flores for the way he's willing to pull Tua and go to Fitzpatrick, like that's a positive. You have to pull Tua because Tua does not play well and Ryan Fitzpatrick is your better option. So the fact that he's playing Tua to begin with, and I know you harped on this when it first happened, to me is mind-boggling because I think the team would be, you know, much better on offense if you just left Fitz in there. I Again, I, I said this on Twitter. People got really mad at me. I'll say it here. I believe that ownership has told Brian Flores what to do. Yep. I think mm-hmm. ownership has said Tua Tangavaloa is our franchise face. 
and I need Tua to play as much as possible and then go yeah. all the way up to the point where you're going to lose, and then it's the break <laughs> in case of emergency. Right. Okay, play Fitzpatrick, but then the second you have a chance to put Tua back in there, you do it. Right. Because th- this is funny that he was comparing it to a relief pitcher. This is like having like Randy Johnson out of the bullpen. Like right. uh, you, you go and put Randy Johnson in the starting rotation. Like, <laughs> right. You don't have him in the bullpen. You use right. him as a starter because you need starters are more valuable. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. That analogy is ridiculous, and right. it's I, I cannot. I have tried for the life of me to justify the decisions that are being made here with Miami. And if I'm a Dolphin fan. All I can hope is that when the postseason happens, like Tua, if he struggles in the first quarter or if they're down at halftime or whatever, that Brian Flores has the guts to go ahead and say we're playing Fitzpatrick because right. you're not winning a playoff game with Tua. I'm just – call me a hater, but you're just – you're not winning a playoff game with Tua at the quarterback spot. Right. So I my, I guess my issue is I, I guess I don't know how to what to do with this game because I don't know who's playing. I don't know whether or not the – Bills are motivated uh, to win this game. Maybe it's the 13 and three, but again, it could be the second seed because if yeah. you're if you're the third seed, I think you're probably getting I guess it depends on what happens with the Dolphins, but you you might be getting the Ravens, you know, if, if they might be the sixth seed at this point. So maybe the number two seed. Does the fans something. start this week or next week? I think the fans start next week. For okay, because they've for got the nine. I think it's nine thousand fans are going to be there for their playoff games. Right. Good. So that's I, huge. Good. That's huge yeah. for Bill's Mafia to be able to be in that building. Yeah. That's, Kuda, that, that's big. I, 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 you know, I have a very soft spot for Bill's fans and, and for Bill's Mafia because I went to school there. So I still have a lot of friends who are really invested in this. It's just it's hard for me to get a read. And again, the fact that the Bills are favored in this game, I don't really know what to do with because I just if it's Matt Barkley and there's no Stefan Diggs and Tredavious White, you know, doesn't play Matt. I mean, do you still like the Bills? Yeah, Not that you still do. Because I think the Dolphins, I, 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 I think this is a game, just speaking generally, okay? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter all that much for the Dolphins, and it's going to be cold. You're wait, outside. Wait, 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 wait. It matters for the Dolphins, Matt. Well, if they, if they lose, they're probably not making the playoffs. You know that, right? Because if they lose, the Ravens are going to beat the Bengals, right? Okay. Here, walk, Browns, walk me through how, the, how they miss the playoffs. Okay, sure. The Dolphins lose. Okay. Yep. They finish 10 and 6. Okay. With me? Yep. The Ravens are 10 and 5. They're going to beat the Bengals, right? 11 and 5, right. The Browns are playing a Steelers team that's resting all the starters. Correct. Browns are going to win that game. 11 and 5. The Colts are playing the Jaguars. They're going to beat the Jaguars. They're going to finish 11 and 5. The Titans, right? Yeah. Are playing the Texans. If they win their 11 and 5, they win the division. Three playoff teams. Seeds five, six, and seven. The wild card teams are the Ravens at eleven and five, the Browns at eleven and five, the Colts at eleven and five, the Dolphins. If they lose, are ten and six. They're out of the playoffs. They have to win. Huh? They have to win. So does that affect the way? Of course. You're they don't have to win if they lose, and any one of those teams loses, they're in. They're right? in. Okay. They're in. If I that knew happens. there was something. I knew there was something like it looked like. But they, they they're like all it. playing at the same time. Okay. And all of the teams that they're going against are favored. Now the Browns, because of their COVID concerns, are slightly less than double digits, but they're favored by nine over the backups for the Steelers. I think the Steelers could pretty easily win that game still, even with Mason Rudolph. And again, that's probably going to be one of the ones that I put out here, but I don't know what the spread's going to be by the time it's people listen to this. It's right now. 
it's ten at the at, it's dropping though because this morning there were more COVID concerns for, for the, the Browns. Browns. Yeah, yes, it's nine at in the 10, contest. It, it, right, it, and it's nine now for the consensus lines. If you can get it at ten, I like it. I think I still like it at nine. Remember that as bad as the Steelers were, I, I know we're switching, jumping around a little bit here, but as bad as the Steelers were, they still went eight and eight last year with Mason Rudolph. You know, at the quarterback much time, you know they don't like the Browns that, you know, there's Miles, certainly and, revenge factor, yeah, right? And Miles Garrett's, playing, Miles Garrett's playing, right? Yes. Uh-oh. Miles Garrett's going to play. <laughs> so there's that. But the Browns need a win to get in against mostly backups. And the Browns are, you know, a solid team. They're they're well coached. If they have actual wide receivers, then they could do it. So, so the Bills can knock out the Dolphins. I like it. So it's, that, that just, okay, now I like it even more. If, okay. If the Bills can knock out the Dolphins... They can knock out. That's why it's really. But the Steelers can knock out the Browns, and it doesn't look like they're gonna go for it. It's very. This is such a weird week, Matt. Oh, like, it's impossible. I'm, it it's it literally is four four dimensional chess. You have to be in the minds. <laughs> you have to be inside of the minds of the coaches as to what they really care about. I just wonder. Yeah. I mean, there is that factor of like everyone saying, "Okay, who is the heir to the Patriots throne?" Which I don't think is gone, by the way. But it, it's it's now okay. Here it's the Bills division. And everyone's like, "No, it's the Dolphins division." Well, right. okay, now it's kind of a way of flexing your muscle a little bit if you're Buffalo and right. keeping your your rival out of the postseason if you beat them. So right. in the scenario you just laid out, if the if you can knock the Dolphins out, I think there's some real motivation. I think Bills fans would be fired up to keep the Dolphins out of the playoffs. Yeah, and you know. I- I, I think it it is sort of this is probably not something, but the two favorites for the coach of the year right now for the betting markets from what I've seen are now Brian Flores and Sean McDermott. So if the Bills keep the Dolphins out of the playoffs, that certainly makes a difference, you know, and they could at least somewhat be thinking about that in terms of flexing your muscle. But yeah, I just the Bills, can, can, can we pause on that for one second? Yeah. How is Ron Rivera not winning this award? He was up there, but they may not win the division. I don't care if they win the division or not. Ron, R- Ron be... Rivera was getting cancer treatment at halftime. I, I understand. And his play, and he had an Alex Smith quarterback with you know coming back off the most horrific leg injury we've seen since Theismann. I don't even know how is this even a conversation. Brian Flores has like had a great year, but I don't get how you don't vote when you're when it when it's pen to paper time. How are you not voting for Ron Rivera? Because they're probably going to finish six and ten. Okay, you know that's and, incredible. And, you that's know, a, that's that, a great run for that team. I, I, I get it. I get it. But I mean, to be like six and ten coach of the year, I can't imagine what the lowest record for a coach of the year ever is. But I get it. I, he's up there. He's up there. Yeah, I, I hate that. I, I hate it in college basketball too because it was yeah. the, you know same thing. Like Belichick should have won that award like fifteen times. Right. That's you know, the point. Saban, right. Saban should win that award every single exactly. season. Exactly. Like, I, it, I, it's funny. Yeah. We talked about it because I was in that sports book sort of contest about the most likely candidates and you almost always need at least 10 wins and you almost always need to have a gain of at least three wins from one year to the next. Yeah. Like that, that's the bottom line for it. So maybe Rivera and I'd have no problem with that. I thought, of course, but Stefanski as job. well should be right. I mean, I, I think Stefanski is one of them, yeah. but the loss to the jets really hurt. If they make the playoffs, we'll see. But anyway, we're getting, we're getting off topic it's here. Fine. Let's, it's let, week 17. I'll, I'll, it's what, whatever. It's what we can is. do whatever we want. Everybody <laughs> listen. It doesn't matter. It's going to be amazing. Bills one and a half to the dolphins. I'm fine with it. We'll, okay. we'll put that in the maybe category for sure. That that's fine to go in. Uh, but what do you think about the Steelers? I, I think the Steelers are going to keep this game. Cl- I don't think Mike Tomlin is out there ever to say, I'm not, I don't care. 
Oh no, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Fanduel's down to eight and a half. I mean, the, yeah, it's, the, it's there's dropping. definitely steam coming in here on Pittsburgh. It's and, be, it's but a lot of it is COVID though, Matt. This morning, yeah. there's more COVID problems. Like before you woke up, <laughs> there's more COVID problems this morning already. So people are a little who's out. Anybody? That. Anybody of note? No, I mean, I think Harrison Bryant, you know, the okay. other tight end, but that that's not a big deal. The receivers are still penned to come back, but it, you know, it, it's just is this the third time the Browns have closed their facility? Yeah, third time. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. What's yeah. going I mean, I, I know it's COVID. It's everywhere. It's horrible. But three times? Yeah. Like, something's going on with the Browns that it's not great in terms of the way their their guys are behaving. But So this strikes me as a game that probably the Browns wind up winning. Although I don't hate the money line at the, on the Steelers. But that if you're getting more than the even more than a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, you're getting a 10. I love it. But if you're getting more into touchdown, I think the Steelers are going to keep this game. Yeah, I think enough. the nine will be that we be one of the consensus picks in the, yeah. in, in the Westgate contest because it's plus nine, and this is a really yeah. large. And right large now, number. the consensus lines is plus line. Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, nine, mm-hmm. so. yeah, it's, yeah, it's ten so. at BetMGM. Uh, you know, on the East Coast, it's still nine, and then FanDuel's got an eight and a half. They're the market yeah. low currently, and I'm guessing yeah. that the number is going to come down even more. Yep. So it's like if you like the Steelers. You got to take them early. You got to yeah. take them now uh, yeah. to get the best number possible. But I mean, I think the Steelers should be. I mean, they'll probably be included in 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 my two team teaser uh, just yes. because you get over fourteen and oh uh, yeah, you know, backdoor cover possibilities. And there's just yeah. a lot of. I mean, guys in week seventeen, you know, you lose the big name guy, but mm-hmm. the fourth string and fifth string wide receiver on certain teams is good enough to be a second or a third on some other teams. So you put yeah. it on film. You know, you show, you're showing out. You're trying to prove yourself. You're trying to justify sure. your job, and, and they'll play hard. And sometimes yeah. I would prefer a third string wide receiver over a you know 50 percent first string guy. And so, don't forget when you're playing with these uh, these backup quarterbacks and everything like that, they kind of have chemistry with the practice good point. squad guys, good right? Point. They, yeah. These are the guys they know. These are the guys they work on the routes with. So good point. They usually play a little bit better. So yeah, I, I, it's a weird week though. As we Matt and I have harped on on this, it's a very weird week. To the try Steelers to... plus nine, I think, is a good pick. I I, yeah. I think that that's a good yeah. side to be on in in, yep. in particular because I think. You know, if the Browns are going to brown, <laughs> and they go, right. and they go ten and they lose the game outright, I go, really hope they don't. But and and yeah. go ten and six. Yeah, a ten and six Browns team where you lost to the Jets to miss out on the playoffs is pretty Brownsy. You know, yes. that would be a pretty big. Time. Yeah. That, that, so yeah. All right. So that's probably one of them. All right. You got any others that you like? I mean, there's only a couple that that I again I don't love the numbers like yep. Titans Texans right. You you, you you mentioned it like seven and a half. <laughs> like yeah. yuck like yeah, give me ter- six and a-, a half yes okay now we're talking seven and a half I don't know what to do with that even though my inclination is they want to bounce back after being really embarrassed right and, and what's really frustrating about that entire game I mean I I've, have you ever seen a team want to get away from the weather faster than the Titans oh, no. did oh no that was weird right like immediately you saw that you're like oh god they didn't even call time they punted yeah, like I had a potential backdoor. I mean, th- there were chances to get. I mean, I- I've just never seen it. It was so weird to me. Yeah, to watch a team because I had the over in that game was to watch them uh, down big with three timeouts, fourth down in like it was like six yeah. from like their own like forty yard yeah. line, and they punted. Yeah, I was like, what are you, Mike? Ra- Mike Vrabel ran off the field. He could not get into yeah. a warmer area faster. <laughs> yeah. He wanted yeah. nothing to do with Green Bay. And that's really weird for a power run football team that 
I, I mean, that that to me concerns if the Titans are going to play the Bills or anybody, yeah. any weather potential, I will fade the Titans after watching that performance. That was I, it might it really, though, it might have just been that they said he was like, we can't stop Green Bay. If they want to come down and score, they're going to be able to score. We yeah. have lost this game. Like, let's just move on because the Colts had already lost. They control their own destiny. If they beat, I, I mean, teasing, the, this strikes me as a game where you tease right. the Titans down Definitely. to laying one and a half, right? Like, or get, money line, get, or just bet or the money line yeah. at whatever you want to do yeah. exactly like that. But that's what this strikes me to me. It's seven and a half. I, yeah, because again, the Texans kept it close the last time they yep. played. That's and, and kudos to the Texans. And JJ Watts got that video that he's pumping everybody. You know, he's so mad at his defense. Scares me a little bit at that number. Texans the number ruined that, that guy's career, by the way. We're gonna oh yeah. We're gonna look I back know. and just shake our head and be like, JJ Watt was one of the all was like an all time great and he I played on, on awful yeah. teams his whole career. Yeah. How do you feel about the doing, you know, again, going back to the Ravens on another big number? It's a big number. It's 12 yeah. and a half for the consensus. But I think the Ravens are going to come out here. I think they hate the Bengals, by the way. They destroyed the Bengals when it was Joe Burrow yep. earlier in the year. I think they hate the Bengals. This is their chance for a playoff. You know, if they Tune win, up. they're in. Yep. I think they're going to come out and I think they're going to be like, oh, the Bengals. You think the Bengals are, are playing well all of a sudden? You know, yeah. I, I think they're going to come out and I think they're going to. It's a huge number. But I, I don't mind laying it. Yeah, it's the one. biggest number on the board outside of the Colts and the Jags. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 a it's a it's the biggest number where I, I guess the Colts are at Colts are at home, right? The Colts are at home against Jags minus fourteen, yes. right? So yeah, so it's the biggest road. You know, I, you know, laying twelve and a half on the road is not often great <laughs> to yeah. do to do that. But I, I do, I concur, I agree. I think you're going to see the Ravens. We talked about this three three weeks ago when yeah. we started back in the Ravens. Yep. Like yep. They, they, this is them getting this into form, them. right? This yep. is them. We're, this is almost like an exhibition game in some ways, where it's like we need to work on us, and yep. if that means we score fifty, we score fifty. Yep. Okay. Yep. We that, need to work on both sides of the yeah. ball, by the way. So F you starters like, are in you the know, game. You know, yep. if we if we need to punch in a late touchdown to work mm-hmm. on a goal line situation, like we're gonna do what we have to do to win. Yeah. And that's just it. So like yep. yeah. I'm with yep. you. Lay yeah, I like that. I, I think this is gonna be a game. I don't love laying huge numbers like this at yeah. all, especially not on the road. It's ridiculous. But I do think that this is gonna be a game where they are just gonna come out and they are just gonna be this is a, we're going to you don't want to play us in the playoffs and we're going to use this game to basically tighten up the screws. Just Lamar Jackson. I think he, by the way, not that this matters because I want to get into the playoffs, but I think he needs something like 87 yards rushing to get to a thousand uh, for the Ooh. season. So my guess is that you'll see a lot of him getting out there. They're just going to I think this is just going to be a monster performance. So I'm OK with the big number. Anything else that you're looking at whatsoever? Yeah. So I'm wearing uh so every week I, I on, on the live stream, I, I wear different hats that I have for teams yeah. that I look to because either they're playing a game that I bet on heavily or playing a team that I hate. So I'm wearing a Packers hat. You can't see me right now, but I'm wearing a Packers okay. hat right now. Yep. So I'm all in green. I got a green T-shirt and wearing a Packers. I, I hate the Bears because I, I think I'm 0-4 this year on, on the Bears. <laughs> yeah. And I have a small number here, and I got all these people telling me the Bears are going to win this game. And... I as long as they don't bench and and Rodgers is playing right. Oh, they they still have to win right to get the one seed. Well, they don't have to win to get the one seed. And this is if you listen to me on the Fantasy Pros end of year recap sort of thing. I I didn't get this because I knew that they had beaten the Saints in terms of a head to head match, but because the Seahawks won, technically, if both I believe if both the Saints and the Seahawks win. 
and the Packers lose, then the Seahawks would tech would get the number one seed. So I, technically, they need the Packers still need to win, and or, it's the Bears. Yes. So and they want to right, and they want to beat the Bears. They want to beat the Bears. Rodgers is talking about how he's in love with like Soldier Field and playing yep. there, and he, mm-hmm. he he likes playing in that environment. He, he prefers it with the fans and whatnot. Yep. This whole idea that Matt Nagy and Mitchell Trubisky are going to be back next year for the Bears. Oh, um, I, I mean, uh-uh. <laughs> this is it's a it's a Peraltism. I don't Matt, care. It's it. five and a half. I would lay it up to ten. Okay. I, I think no, the Packers are going to destroy the Bears here, yeah. and it's I, it's not my number one pick because it's an emotion pick. <laughs> so, I understand. So I, I like it though. I like it. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you have it correct. I think that the Bears are playing over their head, and they've had a really soft schedule here that people are are getting excited about. And I think that the Packers, with the level that Aaron Rodgers is playing at at this moment, yeah. are ju- they could easily win this game by 14 points without thinking too much about it at this point. And, you know, it's funny, Matt, because you saw what they did, and I think they're going to do a similar thing right now is – they're going to set they sold out to stop Derrick Henry. Yeah. They know their rush defense is not good. So they said, OK, this is what we're going to do, especially in the cold weather. We are going to do whatever we can to stop Derrick Henry. And we're going to rely on, you know, Jair Alexander and our corners to just hold down as best they can the pass defense by themselves. I think that you're going to see a very similar strategy here, except it's against a, a worse pass offense. You're going to see them say, okay, Dave Montgomery, you've been having a great run. We're going to do whatever we can to stop you. We're going to let Mitchell Trubisky, you know, try to throw it at Allen Robinson's great. But, you know, who else you want to throw to Mooney or, you know, Anthony Miller or the tight ends? I think that's what you're going to see. So I like it, man. I like it as at minus five and a half. Let's see. Uh, how do you feel about the Bucks laying six and a half to the Falcons? <laughs> I looked at it. I, I, I mean, who's got more to play for in this game? Well, what do the Falcons have to play for? Well, the Falcons have jobs, right? Yeah, is, that's fine. Is this Matt Ryan's last start with the Falcons? I mean, this is it. Is, is, he, yeah. is he headed to San Francisco? I mean, the rumors are him going to San Fran. You know, if, if Garoppolo gets cut, they move Garoppolo, and then we wind up seeing a you know Matt Ryan being moved, and then right. it's and then it's Garoppolo goes to New England, and yeah. Ryan goes to San Francisco. And so is this, you know, he's been their franchise quarterback. Does he want to go out one last hurrah and beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers? I mean, right. you know, at 10 and 5, the Bucks can get what seed? What's the best they can beat at 11 and 5? Uh, fifth. If they lose, they're the seventh? No. So I this is my understanding, and I, this is not 100% and, yeah, guaranteed. And, and just, by the way, you guys listening, the – this year is so freaky because of the extra right. game, the extra team getting in, only one bye week. We've yeah. never seen these tiebreakers before. It's very right. complicated. So here's the deal. The Saints have won the division, right? right. So we yeah. know that's done. So that means that the best the Bucks can do is fifth, right? Because right. the four division winners are going to be the top four seeds. The best they can do is fifth. I believe they can fall to sixth if they lose and the Jared Goff and Cooper Cup less Rams beat the Cardinals. If that happens, the Rams would jump them and they would go to six. Now they're not going to know because they should be playing, I believe, at the same time. They play can... early and the Rams uh, play, play late. late. Yep. Uh, so they won't know by the time they play. Right. They won't know because the Rams still have... So they have to assume that the Rams are going to win. And again, you're going to have Kyler Murray at less than 100%. Yep. You've still got that defense. So they, they can't take that for granted. 
And is there a difference between the fifth seed and the sixth seed? In my opinion, oh yeah, big time. The fifth seed is going to get the winner of the NFC East. That team, whoever it is, is definitely going to be weaker than whoever the sixth seed is going to play. Oh, I want my prediction. To be I, I want Seattle my prediction so bad to be right. Or the Saints. Right? Oh, I I I made a call a while ago as you just laid that out. I picked the Bucks to lose in the first round of the playoffs to the winner of the NFC East. Really? Yeah. Wait, you made like a specific bet about? No, specific- I know, but I didn't make a bet. I made a prediction that I'm going to bet. Oh. I'm going to bet for the Bucks to lose that game on the on the road. Whoever they play, they're going to lose yeah. that. They, I said the winner of the NFC East is going to play the Bucks, and they're going to yeah. win. And they're going to win the game. They're going to beat the Buccaneers because I think the Bucks are fool's gold right now. To be quite yeah. honest, in the postseason, I think that blowout victory they had was the best thing. I was so happy to see that blowout because it's going to give us a great number when they go on the road and it's going to be like an eight or nine, you know, bucks are going to be six, seven, eight, nine, somewhere in that range, whoever they play. And that's beautiful for me because I think this Tampa team's got problems and no one wants to talk about them. Oh, not here though. Not here. I think they beat the Falcons easily. Yeah. So that I think with them being motivated at this point, they've already come out and said, we're playing everybody. So it's six and a half. I, you know, the Falcons hang around for the most part yeah. in these games, but I'd be willing to take them at Julio a playing or no. What'd you say? Is Julio Jones playing? I'm almost positive. He's not. He's trying. He has, he hasn't practiced yet this week. He's trying to get back out there. It'd be crazy for him to actually get back out there. So assume he's not playing and it's just Ridley and Gage and Hayden Hurst. And they can't really run the football. They can't run the football at all. And not yeah. against the box. Yeah. I mean, I think Carlton Davis, maybe I'm not sure about Carlton Davis playing. So Ridley is going to be able to, to probably do some stuff. And, and, you know, they, they were able to move the ball. Yeah. You know, Bucks might, I mean, it's ugly, but I like it. Six and a half. I'm I'm cool with it. All right. Any other games that you've been thinking about or you want me to Uh, run? Yeah. I mean, look at the, we think we think we have to talk about and have to look at it. It, It's it's Washington and the Eagles. And Mm -hmm. uh, boy, Alex Smith is going to play for Washington, right? We think so, right? We we, are, we think so. All right. If Alex Smith plays for Washington, I think the Washington football team wins this game. Okay. If it's not, though, uh, man, this is tough because it, you have the Dwayne Haskins thing. He's now gone. And, I mean, I, 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 there's just not anyone that I really could back for Washington if it's not well, Alex Well, Taylor Hennigy might be better than, than Dwayne Haskins Very possible, at this point, yes. Right? I mean, you might be better. Oh, we don't you know if Terry McLaurin's going to play. It worries me a little bit about McLaurin because he re- without him, you're talking about Cam Sims, you know, as your number one wide receiver there. That I mean, not Logan great. Thomas. Yeah, not good. Knows. And, right. But here's the problem. For the Eagles, just like we saw last week, I, I, I just I don't think that Eagles defense is all that good. That's terrible. And, it's and, terrible and, right and now. so I, I think there's a chance, no matter who's out there, I think there's a chance to move the football and, you know, Gibson being back and whatnot. And then, I mean, not to say the, the you know, the, the blooms off the rose there for Jalen Hurts, but I think sure. his mobility gets limited big time up against that defensive line. Yeah, and I don't think he can pick up the same yardage he normally. I mean, he needs to run the football to be effective. I mean, he's you know, yes, his passing abilities are still lacking. He still needs more seasoning, more time. He's not you know, he doesn't have this great route tree, and yeah, you know, you know so I I don't think he's got enough in the tank there to go up against a Washington defense that's been playing pretty well. So I I would like Washington to, to win this game outright in prime time. They go seven and nine. So if Washington wins and goes seven and nine, what happens? Yep. 
Uh, I'm sorry. Say it again. So Washington wins the game outright. Yep. They win the division? Yes. And they're in. Correct. Yeah, I like Washington there. Okay. I'm, I don't I don't hate it. I, I My only worry with it, my only worry with it is that this is the last game of the year for the Eagles. You're <laughs> As much as Doug Peterson, I think, has done a pretty terrible job with Carson Wentz, at least, you know, in the way they call the games, everything like that. I think you're going to see as many tricks as can be pulled sure. in this game. But I agree with you that that defense is very strong. This is the last game, right? This is a Sunday yep. night game Sunday or whatever. Flexed, so they, they, that's out, yeah. why they did it that way, because no matter what else happens, Washington wins and they're in. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. I originally, when I looked at it, I was like, oh, I think the Eagles might, but yeah, I, I think, you know, at this point, I think that's probably right. I, I like Washington. All right, let's get it there. Okay, any other ones you want to talk about before I run through the remaining games? Uh, no, I mean, you know, I, I am selfishly, I need the Raiders to beat the Broncos. I, I'm aware. I was going to ask you about that because okay. I know you need them for your future. Yeah. So as I was looking and and you know putting together the 500 bets. That you have made on the Daily Juice podcast, <laughs> so I can get your win loss and actually more than that. I'm, I'm, I'm near 700 now. I think for whatever. Me, yeah. Right? I was looking at. I was like, oh, here's one that's still outstanding that I can't technically count yet. For yeah, it's the last can... future. We went five and one going into the yeah. four, four and one or five and one yeah. on the futures in the NFL. So we did quite yeah. well uh, with our future bets. But this is the last one that's outstanding, and it's a push currently because I got seven. Right. And so I, I I got slight plus money, and if you remember back way back in July when we didn't have sports to bet on all that much it was uh, I talked to a bookmaker in Vegas who at that point had not taken a single under bet on the Raiders under seven wow. like literally every single bet was on the over so there is a monster liability for the books here <laughs> when it comes to this game like they yep. are pulling so hard for the Broncos they don't, yeah. li- they don't like refunds but seven and a half was a number that closed a lot of places around Vegas it was seven and a half I got yep. it early in the summer so it was seven but it was seven and a half for a lot of places so Raiders lose this game to the Broncos it's going to be a nice windfall for, for different books around the around the strip so uh, I mean the Raiders uh, Gosh, I mean they they have to be able to win this game, but it's it's at mile high. It's just I know. it's such a tough place to go play and have to win, and it doesn't mean anything. Like I know. It, it only means it's a football game, so you want to win it, but there's no playoff implications. Uh, it's this is this is so hard. I mean, my gut says Raiders can win it, but I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. My my problem is I need it, so I'm a little biased. <laughs> Right. No, I'm I'm actually in the exact I don't need it, but I'm in the exact same situation in terms of how I view it. it this everything to me says like the Raider the Raiders are a better team than the Broncos. Like I, I don't have much doubt about that. Yeah. It says to me like they should be able to win this game, but in mile high always scares me yep. no matter what. Nothing really to play for. It just makes me just makes me too hesitant. But also, I'm going to be in, invested in the Raiders because I'm invested in you, Aww, Matt. I'm invested thank you. in you so, winning your yeah. future. So I very well might be in this and on this simply personally, just you right. know, as a money line. You know, if I do one of these money line parlays, I'd be made yeah. to have the Raiders be a part of it. It's a yeah. small line at two and a half, so it's not horrible if you want to just lay it and, right. and, and th- think they're going to win the game. But like, does Waller have any? I, I got to look this up. I wonder if Darren Waller has any incentives to because I didn't. I didn't see it. I've been trying hard to uh, keep track of that. If I can, I didn't see anything there, but I, I may Cause have. Because if he he's the key to their entire team. So right. like if Waller has a reason to ball and go out and have a 200. Oh, I got I got one. Ready? Yeah. Six, six 
catches from the single season record. Oh, they're going to force feed that. Okay, that's happening. So Waller's a prop bet reception over. There we go. Yeah, by the way, right? Let's have some fun on prop bets this week. Yeah. You you probably got all this sort of stuff to get there. But yeah, apparently six receptions. There's somebody on on Twitter. I'll give him a shout out. uh, Anthony uh, Amico or Amico at at A-M-I-C-S-T-A. He has been listing all the uh, uh, noteworthy milestones slash bonuses the players can reach in week 17. So So what's the handle again? uh, At Amicsta, which is A-M-I-C-S-T-A. Anthony Amico or Amico. He's uh, he's a good follow on Twitter, but he's been keeping track. Yeah, I got to look that that up. Because that's big. Yeah, that's big. That's a Waller. You know, it'll probably be five and a half receptions would probably will be set at. And yeah. maybe it might be six and a half, knowing the books are probably going to be aware of that. So it may be six right. and a half, but I still would bet the over there. They're going to yeah. force feed Waller and to, to, to get him the receptions record. Uh, yeah. So that's one thing I would look at. Uh, and so, you know, if he's running down the sidelines with 40, 50 yard receptions, because he could, right. then yeah, okay, the Raiders very well might be in, right. in there. And you know, Derek Carr has a lot of pride. He's trying to prove himself. He's trying to say, this is my team and, you know, we're going to be back. The fact that he played last week and, and played well, yeah. given, you know, the, the groin, you know, strain that he had is pretty remarkable in and of itself. And I but. do think the team wants to, doesn't want to end the year on back-to-back losses and losing, it would be, they would have lost, I think, they were 7-3 and three at one point, so they go 7-9, and nine, they would have lost the last six games, right? Yeah. right? Yep. So, yeah, like, I think that's right, yeah. I don't think they want to go out like that yeah. you know, on that type of losing streak and, 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 you know, being in a playoff contention to just falling flat on their face like that. So <sighs> them and the Patriots are, are both are, are, are in the, in this spot where I just wonder, I wouldn't touch the Patriots game, but just I, I'm wondering if they've got this, we can't go out like that yeah. attitude. So I, what do you, let's talk about the Patriots real quick. So yeah. you just, they're laying three to the Jets in New England, just. Avoid I could completely. see the Patriots lose that game by 20. Yeah. I could see yeah. this. I could see everyone's coming for this. You know, the, this is the lion that has a broken leg. Okay. Yep. Everyone's coming for him. Everyone wants a piece. They all, I mean, this is the only thing that's interesting about this game that leads me to believe the Jets might not do that is that Adam Gase is rumored to be joining the, the Patriots staff. <laughs> okay. I, but is that rumor really just based on. On Bill Belichick being like, oh, I think Sam Darnold has gotten the best coaching that he possibly could have gotten. I mean, is that what or is there actual rumors about that? There's actual rumors that, they, oh, okay. that, that he could be joining the Patriots as an offensive. There's rumors Why? that Josh McDaniels is going to go and take a head coaching job. And that. OK. It, and then the Patriots would hire Adam Gase to be the offensive coordinator. I mean, you're available, Matt. Why don't they hire you as the offensive coordinator instead of Adam Gase? I, you know, that, I don't look. Just... I'm not a football mind. I can't tell you that if if the offense is being run properly and it's the quarterback's yeah. problem or it's a receiving problem or I don't know. Gase is a horrific leader. He's a horrific head coach. He's been that way. And I made the joke that maybe maybe the Saban rehab tour is going to come to the NFL and and all these former head coaches are going to go work for Bill Belichick to get yeah. the, to re, you know, to rehab their image and then go on and do something else. I mean, Steve Car- Steve Car- Sarkeesian for the you know for Bama, you know, he was he's obviously an alcoholic still, but he had all problems off the field and now he's like the hottest name in coaching right now to get right. a coaching job because of what he's done with 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 Mac Jones in Alabama. So, maybe you can turn the tide if the Patriots get a quarterback if it's Matthew Stafford who 
comes in, which I would be all in on. Right. Uh, you know, you, you get Stafford, you get Adam Gase. I mean, maybe you change the topic and change the conversation, but I just I don't know, man. Yeah, I could see the. Jets. I'm not going near that yeah. game. I just just to bring it back <laughs> uh-huh. to the game, I'm not going near it. I think the Jets might win. Yes, but I can never underestimate how much Belichick hates the Jets, and Correct. so I, I I never really want to get there. But why isn't no Jared Stidham what... starting? I don't know. I don't think it matters, man. Matt, I, I think Cam Newton's terrible, but I think Jared Sidham's pretty terrible from what I, I would can agree. Tell I mean, he, but I, I wonder, but what I want is I want the narrative to be over. So yeah. like, if you gave Jared Sidham an entire week to prepare, like this is yeah. your week, kid, right? Yeah. And then he goes off against the Jets and he loses and looks bad. It ends the conversation about who Jared, who Jared Stidham is going to be for the Patriots. Fair. It's yep. no longer he's not the guy. I mean, it's just done. Yeah. And I think you've seen throughout the course of the year why he's not playing and Cam is, it's because the team knows he's not very good. And they learned that as they went, as they were like, "Uh uh-oh, he really can't. Like, we thought he might, but he really can't. So they're going to bring in a bunch. And and that's where I just think, I mean, put it this way, the Patriots may have a chance to bring back both Jacoby Brissett and Jimmy Garoppolo next year. Yeah. Like that's possible. They could bring right. they could bring both quarterbacks back that they had. Not that they will, but I think they could bring Garoppolo back if they if they are have to have a chance to do it if the 49ers do release him. So I just I I would rather if it was Stinham, I might back the Patriots, but with Cam, I can't back the Patriots. I just it's no. And you have to run the football for the Patriots and the Jets are decent at stopping the run. Yeah, that's the one thing the Jets do fairly well. But yeah, I'm not really going near that game. Just no. I, I think the Jets might win, but I'm not. I'm not betting it. How about the? What do you think about the Seahawks laying six to the 49ers? I look. This is a game where the Niners, I think, play hard. I'd be concerned. I think the number's too heavy, personally. Yeah. I I think Seattle wins the game, but I think if I was to back a side on this, I would take the six points. Yeah, I think I would too. I like the under. I have it at 46. You know, I go on, you can make yep. the picks on betting press because I think this is just going to be one of those kind of close games. I, I kind of do like the Niners, but the Seahawks, they do still have something to play for, yep. of course, because they can win it. So I'm probably not going near it, but I agree that if there is a side, it's the 49ers, but the bet I like in this game, if there is one, is the under on the 46 when I got it because I do think that this is going to be a game where both teams are going to run and yeah. control the clock and, you know, you've got all the offensive pieces out the 49ers but yeah i agree i would prefer the game not being in arizona though yes it's in arizona right yeah i'd prefer it not being there because that leads to more offense if it was in san fran i would be 100 percent on the under but it's a good point good point very good point uh how about the chargers laying three and a half to the backup chiefs i don't know what to make of that that just feels like casey's punting on the game right yeah, so like they're but, completely punting. But can the Chargers win a game at Arrowhead in the weather outside? <laughs> I mean, I mean, here's the question: How does Anthony Whitlin manage to win this game by three points and not cover? That's my question. Right? How do we, right. How do we I, get I there? Because he's not going to cover. I, I you know, he's not covering. Like Anthony Lynn's right. not going to do anyone a favor on, on the way out the door. He's not going right. to cover against Kansas City. Right. So like, how does he backdoor lose by? Th- if they win, they win by three. They won't. The hook there matters. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't want it. I just don't. No. I, this is a type of game where I'm like, I'm staying away. I'm not going anywhere. Can't touch that game. Uh, Cardinals laying three to the Rams. Look, I, I, something tells me the Rams are going to win that game. Yeah. Now I'm not touching it, okay? Because I've been way off on this. But McVeigh has been talking about this backup quarterback like it's his son. Like yeah. he he likes this kid a lot, yeah. and and supposedly he says that 90 percent of the playbook is in. For yeah, for the Rams here, so 
no Kyler, Kyler Murray's not going to be 100%. It's going to be at, you know, 75, 80%. I don't know. I, I just think after the Rams, the way they've played recently, I wouldn't put it past them. If the Rams win and go 10 and 6, are they, they in? If the Rams win and go 10 and 6, they are in, yes. So they got to win to get in. Correct. This is a game basically for the playoffs. So it's a home dog with a win to get in scenario. Yes. How do we not take the Rams there? Because they have no running back and they have no quarterback. That That's the only way. Huh. So you need the defense to make a bunch of plays. Yeah. And they are fully healthy at defense. Yes. I'd buy to have a point and go three and a half. I'd lay the if it's minus one thirty. Interesting. Okay. I, 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 I would take the three and a half. Not lay it. Sorry, I take the three and a half. Sorry, I would. I would take Rams plus three and a half. Okay. If it gets there, I know one book. Uh, Fanduel's at three and a half right now, but everybody else is at three. Uh, points bets is three even money. So they don't want to get. They, they don't want to get off of it. It looks right. like there's Chargers. There's Cardinals money coming in though. So let the public bet the Cardinals and take the Rams late. Okay. I like it. I, I like where your head's at. Oh, actually, yeah, it is. It's at three and a half right now on DraftKings oh, for the Rams. Okay, so so th- 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 that hook matters for me. It's two and a half in the Westgate contest. Yeah. I will not be playing that. Yeah. I, I probably would take the. I, I may take the Cardinals there at two and a half. I think. I think it's a big. I think it's one of those games where it's going to be nip and tuck coming down. I would expect both quarterbacks to make mistakes. I think both defenses need to rise up. I, one thing that drove me nuts, and and I'm wondering, is it a Jared Goff thing or a Sean McVay thing, but the amount of of horizontal running that this team that the Rams do on offense drives me crazy. Every, yeah, everything is a is a bubble screen or a jet sweep or a toss. I mean, they just don't go north and south enough, and it drives me crazy with Jared with, with Jared Goff at the quarterback spot. So I wonder with the backup. Do they throw the ball more vertically? Can they throw the ball vertically more? Can right. they be more north and south against the Cardinals? I guess we'll find out. Is it the offense or is it golf? Yeah, I don't know. I, I th- you, God, if you talk me into taking the Rams plus three and a half, I'm going to be really mad at you because I'm just I'm not ready. I'm not ready to do it. I have no idea what we're. <laughs> well, just wait. I, I, yeah. I think public money's coming in on the Cardinals. I think. You, I, think I know you're. Line, of course it is. Of yeah. course it's going to come in on the climb. Cardinals. I think the line's going to be higher. I think the line's. Well, it's mo- it, 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 I'm on DraftKings right now. I, I'm looking at it, and it, it uh, over the last hour it has moved to three and a half. Yeah. Matt. So you're you're right. I mean, this is oh man. So watch Gross. it. I mean, you you might get four. You might get you might get more. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a home dog in a must win situation. I mean, it's just. Yeah. I don't really care. I mean, again, if this backup kid can be at eighty five to 90 percent of the playbook okay i mean i don't i know yeah. the running back situation is horrible you got third string running backs back there yeah. who who is, is henderson who's running no henderson's out he's on ir it's going to be malcolm brown assuming the cam Akers can't come back which i'm assuming at the moment so but if he does come back does that change your opinion maybe maybe i don't know i don't know enough about walford you know i, I just don't know enough about him like uh it'd be really tough to back him at every rams game. person i follow says this kid can play okay but right. I mean, who knows? But everyone, everyone covers the Rams. Says if you think the offense is not going to work because of the backup quarterback, you're wrong. All right. I'm like, all right. I mean, oh man. Okay. All right. Well, again, Jared Goff has you know rarely impressed me anyway. So we'll uh, teaser, maybe. Right. teaser, three and a half, four yeah. and a half, get it to ten. Rams plus ten at home. Ooh. Right. Ooh. All right. Right. All right. Plus uh, 10? I'm already, I'm going to give my teaser at the end of this. I, because oh. I, I, I do have a two team, my the good. patented Peralt two team teaser. But, 13 uh, and made, six on the year. 
Uh, you're crushing, man. I'm gonna. I've just made mine as we were doing this. I was betting it on oh, DraftKings as what? we were talking through this. Sometimes this helps my process. I have just bet it. I will give it at the end. Let's finish up the last two games that we haven't talked about. Okay. Colts laying fourteen to the Jaguars in Indianapolis. I mean, I just think this is a game they win, right? They don't cover. Right. I. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't think. Uh, that it, it's something where I could feel comfortable. It feels like a 20 to three type of game where yes. like, they just do enough to win. The Jags do nothing. And then it's just an ugly, awful week 17 slop fest. Yes. And like, okay, maybe one bounce of the ball, the Jags lose it by 20 to 10 and you yes. lose your bet. So like, yep. no way you can ever back yep. the Jaguars or the Colts in this game. I agree. And finally, the Saints laying six and a half to the Panthers. So this is an interesting game for me because I want to tease. This is a game I want to tease down and take the Saints. Yep. Just because the Saints have to win this game, right? Like going, but will they know their No, they don't. They don't have to. I I think the only way they get the number one seed is if they, the Packers have to lose. Right. Guaranteed. And they have to win and the Seahawks have to win. That's the only way they get it. So they I mean, lose. Like a, the Seahawks have to win. Win. Because the Se- if it's a head, this is my understanding. Matt, oh, okay. it's that, a three-headed monster, right? Correct. You need, you need, a head-to-head tiebreaker yeah, okay. with the with the Packers, they lose. A three he- a three-way tie, they win. Okay, because that, that third, yeah, okay, that's right. I, I remember Steve Kornacki doing that. Right. Uh, yeah, I would just, I mean, if I play this, I'd tease it. I'd just tease it down to yeah. half a point and say it's going to win the game. That's how I play I don't it. even like it. I, I don't like it at all. I mean, the Panthers are down every running back. They, not even Mike Davis is, is playing in this one. Right. So. I don't even know, but it's Teddy Covers. I don't know. Who knows? I I just I'd stay away from it. All right, Matt. So we'll we'll have our five official picks. Here are the ones that are under consideration right now. Vikings laying six and a half to the Lions. Yep. The Steelers getting nine uh from the Browns. Yep. The Ravens laying twelve and a half to the Bengals. The Packers laying five and a half to the Bears. The Bucks laying six and a half <sighs> to the Falcons. Washington laying one and a half to the Eagles. Bills laying one and a half to the Dolphins. Uh, the Cowboys, I think it was right, yep. laying two and a half to the Giants, and maybe the Raiders laying two and a half to the Browns. So, okay, we're way too many favorites. No, no, uh, that's fine. Yeah. So <laughs> I like the Steelers. Yeah. You know that. Okay. Getting nine and a half. Yep. You're okay with that? Yep. Okay, very good. All right. What else do you like? You like the Packers, right? You're big on the Packers. Yeah, I like I like the pa- I like the Packers and the Vikings both. To be to be honest. Okay, let's get those. Okay. So there we go. So the other ones are, I mean, I like the Ravens, but that's a big number, of course. Yeah. Uh, Washington basically just needs to win the game. Yeah, I like I, I like Washington there. Okay. I wish it was that's, a dog, though, man. That's. I get. Well, we don't have any other dogs, man. Like that's it. It's 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 the Steelers. I guess. I mean, there is some logic to laying favorites in Week 17, just yeah. because of the fact that there are teams who need to win, and at yeah. this point, the books have all the algorithm data that they need right. <laughs> to come up with and tell you who yeah. is going to be, you know, where the money is going to go and where people are, are, are going to get into. Yeah. But I've gone. I, I've done more study into why lines are made where they are this year than I ever have before, yeah. and it is a fascinating year because in Las Vegas. In the month of November, it was the most profitable month in the history of Vegas. And nine out of every 10 bets made were won in the NFL by the books. Wow. Okay. 90% wagers in the NFL were won by the books. Holy cow. That's insane. The public got annihilated this year in the NFL. Just week 
after week after yeah. week, they got killed. The only thing that really hurt the books was two team teasers. And yeah. a lot of people did very well, including myself, on two yeah. team teasers. Me but too. other than that, I mean, like literally everything else. So the lines are, this year have been super sharp and they've dangled in front of the public without fans in the stands. I think that's when we look back on the NFL year, I think that's going to be the most difficult thing for all of us to realize is that fans in the stands really did play a pretty big yeah. factor in, in how yeah. these games went and yeah. just straight up playing football without any real influence of an, of an environment. The books took advantage of us, <laughs> of everyone, pros and Joes. Took all right. A, took advantage. So I got, I'll get, I got one for you then. Matt. Okay. Are you ready? Now, yep. technically the consensus line is at three, but it hasn't, uh, the, as the DraftKings has just moved, why don't we just take the Rams getting three and a half against the Cardinals? Yes. Love it. Okay. Okay. It's two and a half for me in my contest, but let's take it. Yeah. All right. So that'll be our official five plays, even though, again, we don't have a contest. Yeah. Uh, But it's the Vikings laying six and a half to the Lions, the Steelers getting nine. Uh, It's nine or nine and a half, but we'll do it at nine to the Browns. The Packers laying five and a half to the Bears, Washington laying one and a half to the Eagles, and the Rams getting three and a half from the Cardinals. Two dogs, three favorites, right? Yeah. I like it. Two dogs, three favorites. Yes. And one of the favorites is Washington, which is a point and a half. Yes. So like it. You're good with that? I'm good with All right. And let me tell you the two team teasers yes. that I bet while we were doing this, as we were talking through. It is, uh, and again, this is on DraftKings because I'm in New Hampshire. That's the only place I can bet. The Steelers, I'm teasing them up from, which is currently plus nine to plus 15. Like it. And the Titans, I'm teasing down from laying seven and a half yep. to laying one and a half. Like it. That's my... Two-team teaser, it's at minus 112. By the way, didn't two-team teasers, Matt, used to be at minus 140 last but, year? Well, like books whenever I, are I, shopping. Books are trying to attract different business. Interesting. So the Westgate in Vegas is minus 140. Circa okay. in Vegas is the low at minus 125. That's why yeah. I bet all my two-team teasers at Circa Sports. What yeah. is DraftKings offering it at? It This one is at minus 112. I, I had another one wow. that I did. Yeah, last it's mostly been at minus one twenty for me. Yes, so minus one twelve. I I don't know, but so Johnny Avello it. in week seventeen is trying to entice people to bet teasers. Yeah, which is yeah. scary to me to be honest. I, it is scary. I, when I saw it was minus one twelve, I sort of had the moment. But I feel very very confident that the Titans are going to beat the Texans. I don't feel confident about seven and a half whatsoever. Right, so if it's I one agree. and a half, a bit close to a pick. I I feel confident that they're going to win that game by, you know, whatever, more than, uh, you know, a point. So I have that. And I'm very big on the Steelers not getting, I mean, mean, over, you know, 15 points. I'm confident the Steelers are going to be able to keep this game close. I'll take the extra six. So I I feel, I feel pretty, pretty good about it. So that's my two team teaser. Matt, we'll get, you'll give your two team teaser, I assume on the daily juice, like you always do. As always, we will have, uh, well, I I may have two this week just because this is, we have no Thursday night football. We have no Monday night football, no Saturday football. We have 16 games on Sunday. It is one of the best eating and lounging days of the year. Yeah. So I may have a couple. I may have a bit more action than normal. So maybe two Excellent. team teasers. We'll end the year with a couple of two team teasers. Excellent. And again, don't forget, Sunday morning, we're still doing the live stream. And then for the first round of the playoffs, Matt, we're good on that. We're going to do a half hour live stream on Saturday before the games and then a half hour live stream on Sunday. That's at YouTube.com slash betting pros. So you can get all your little great, you know, last minute advice that you can get from Matt. Don't forget to join, again, Discord, which is nuts. Matt, what is it? 20. <laughs> 
500 something like that yeah i mean it's it's just yeah. I, I, during games there's about 300 people a, you know a night who are in there chatting yeah. and i mean some really funny stuff comes up stuff that i don't even like it's become its own little community i mean the, yeah. the, they're betting on chinese basketball so i mean yeah go figure <laughs> yeah crazy um okay so also uh we are going to we're trying to cook up something special for you guys for the super bowl we're working on that we'll be back with more on that but in the meantime enjoy the last uh, NFL betting weekend of the regular season, there's going to be a ton of great playoff stuff. And uh, Matt and I will talk to you here next week. 